Hello, guys, and thank you for listening and watching another episode of Live Free Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I have a word today. The word of the Lord today is subliminal idolatry. We know the obvious, but there is a subliminal idolatry that is infiltrating the lives of God's people. And he wants me to highlight some of the things that I have seen and some of the things that I have, uh, the Spirit of the Lord has just brought to my attention, right? So he also says, subtitle this, Lord, deliver me from me. Now, this is not the first time I've heard, Lord, deliver me, deliver me from me. I've heard this before. Um, I did a teaching on this years ago. But this is in the form of subliminal idolatry. The first, let's define what idolatry is. Let's define that. So let's define it. It's the worship of someone or something other than God as though it was God. I'm going to say that again. The worship of something or someone other than God as though it were God. And to just simplify it, an idol is anything that take your eye off the Lord. So an idol can be anything. It's not really lumped into the obvious. He wants me to list the not so obvious today. So the obvious things that we would look at as being an idol, of course, is money, fame, riches, popularity, and things of that nature. Well, today God is wanting me to highlight and hone in on the not so obvious things that we idol or idolize in our lives that takes a front row seat ahead of Jesus. When Jesus should be on the throne, he should be first and foremost center and front in your lives. He shouldn't take a back seat to anything. So today I'm going to be highlighting the not so obvious, the not so obvious things that we sometimes have in our hearts that we don't recognize as being an idol. So 1 Corinthians um, chapter 10 verse 14 reads, therefore, my dear friends, flee from the idolatry. And I'm pretty sure we know what the word flee mean. That means run in the other direction, go the other way. Because idolatry is a very subtle spirit. It's, it's a thing that would try to disguise itself as love. It would try to disguise itself as honor. It would try to disguise itself as just being kind or just uh, being Christ-like. And, and it would try to disguise itself. Um, so God wants me to highlight some of the things that he showed me that we sometimes idolize and we don't realize that we idolize in certain things and certain people or certain places. Okay? 1 John 5 and 21 says, Dear children, keep yourselves from idols. So we see throughout the scripture, first, um, no, Colossians 3 and 5, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. We go to Galatians 5 and 19 through 21. He gave me so many scriptures for this. It says, the acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft. If you notice, they go hand in hand. Hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, self-ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, 
drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. I think this is so important, and I think that God is so highlighting these things, and I know I just did a teaching on leadership as influence, and, it, and he came with a strong word on that. And if you haven't seen that, please, guys, watch that video as well, because it talks a little bit about idolatry in that, but it also talks about the importance and the responsibility of leadership in the body of Christ and in the marketplace. So God is highlighting idolatry, and we know that he wants us to put those things to death, the things that will carry us away from him, that will carry us away from his presence. God is a jealous God, and he said he will not have no other gods before him. So Psalms 135 and 15 through 18 says, The idols of the nations are silver and gold. So we know that's money. The work of human hands. They have mouths, but they do not speak. They have eyes, but they do not see. They have ears, but they do not hear, nor their nor is there any breath in their mouths. Those who make them become like them, so do all who trust in them. I'm going to say that again, the last verse. Verse 18, those who make them become like them, so do all who trust in them. So whatever you submit to, you become subject to. You submit to an idol, you become subject to idols. Now, idols can be in any shape or form. And it's very important that we learn how to put God first. And God says, if you make him a priority, he'll make you a priority, right? He'll be an enemy to your enemies. God, this is a relational thing when it comes to God. This is not a God is a genie type thing or God is just my protector just to, for me to escape hell. God wants to be not only Savior, but he wants to be Lord. What does Lord mean? And I spoke about this in another video. It means to be go to govern. It means to let allow God to govern your life, to lead you and guide you in all truth. And you don't want to slip into that because idolatry has a way of disguising itself. And it disguises itself and it masks itself in certain things and in, in certain situations and certain people. So what is God saying today? We know that idolatry is the worship of someone or something other than God as though it was God. And that's huge. So I'm just going to go down the list of things that he gave me um, to highlight this issue of idolatry that we need to renounce and repent from. And we need to come back into alignment with the kingdom of God and, with, and put Jesus first and make him your first love again. He wants to be first in everything. He said, if you make him a priority, he will make you a priority. And I'm a, I'm a witness to that. I'm a witness to Jesus making me a priority. I make him a priority above everyone and everything. I, if I have something to do for the Lord, grandchildren has to, have to wait. Kids have to wait. Okay? And God knows when you're not putting them first. He knows it. We can't get anything over on them. So we might as well come clean, guys. So what is idolatry? It's extreme admiration or love or reverence for something or someone. Extreme. And sometimes this is why he wanted me to hone in on the not so obvious because sometimes we think that things that we're doing or people that we're putting in position or putting above him, we think that 
he's okay with that. But let me just go over some things that he gave me. Now, the obvious I spoke about was money, fame, riches, and popularity. So we know that God says when you delight, when God delights in a man's ways, he make even his enemies at peace with them. So the not so obvious things, right? The not so obvious things would be, I would have to say what I've seen and what God has shown me is children. Children, that's huge. It's huge. It's huge. I can't stress that enough because I have seen this and I have had conversations with people and I've seen children operate, got, adults put children in, in above their spouses sometimes. So I've heard people time and time in relationships will say, and this is more direct directed towards, it could be both men and women, but I mostly see this with women. And this can be directed towards men as well because I've seen men put kids in front of their wives if it's a blended family. But then I've also seen women that when it's not a blended family, it's just a you know, biological father, that they will put the children ahead of the spouse. They go out of their way for the children, but won't go out of their way for the spouse. Husband job move across the country. Wife can't come because the kids are in school and they're in activities. So as a result, leave the husband in another state or another country until the kids are done doing their thing. This is a huge issue. Huge issue. Idolizing children. God is saying, put that to death. God wants to be first. And when you put God first in terms of that, we know that the husband is ahead of the household. We know that the parents are the head and then the children come along, right? But I have seen people put their entire lives on hold because of kids and have left their spouse. They will cook for their spouse. I mean, for their kids and not even cook for the spouse. They will make sure the kids have everything they need, but then the spouse is lacking, you know, or it's an argument when it comes to the spouse. And I've seen this even in blended families, but how does this, what does this have to do with God? It has everything because God said there is divine order in family. He's first, then the spouses, then the children. That's the divine order of heaven. That's the divine order of God. And when that is out of whack, and sometimes it's out of whack because we worship the kids and we want to live through our children because of things that we didn't get as kids. So we want to live through them. So then he also highlighted to me um, the authority of leaders how people worship the authority. And this is not just for the church. This is even in the marketplace, the workplace marketplace. I've seen people worship management because they want so badly to be in the in crowd. They want to be in the clique. All of this is idolatry. All of this is putting things uh, is out of perspective and it's out of order. It's out of order. It's not of God. Also, the not so obvious. And remember, we're talking about the not so obvious things. Um, where do we draw the line? God says there's going to be a line drawn in the sand, right? We also, number three, he gave me image. These are the tentacles uh, to this idolatry. So you have image. The tentacles are the beauty, the fashion, 
okay? Tentacles are family. Did, did you even know that exercising can be an idol? <laughs> you, I, I know some people that will go exercise twice a day, twice a day, but not pick up their Bible or pray or talk to God not one time in the day. That's an idol, exercising, exercising, addicted to exercise, addictions, that's idolatry. Addiction to alcohol, addiction to drugs, that's idolatry. All of this is subliminal, things that you don't look at as being an idol, but it's an idol. You might say exercise and that's silly. Yeah, just like worshiping animals is silly too, but people worship animals. God gave me a few scriptures even for that. So when we talk about people worshiping animals, he got a few scriptures. And I, I couldn't even believe it because these scriptures was actually in the Bible, right? So the scriptures that he gave me, okay, so it says here that look at the air, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap nor store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? People have value animals above people. You see people that will worship their animals, but then they won't even feed a homeless person on the street. Are, we, are people not more valuable than animals? Addicted to different things like sports. You have some people that just are sports fanatics. They won't even give God a worship or a praise, but they'll scream at the top of their lungs while watching a football game, basketball game, hockey game, or whatever kind of sports it is. These are subliminal things that we idolize and we don't realize that we're worshiping. God says, put it to death, cut it up, chop it off by the head, renounce it. It may not seem like anything to, to, to the natural eye, but it's everything to God. Because anything that takes our eyes off of him is considered an idol. Um, another thing that he said was sometimes people are addicted to tattoos. They get one and they get two, then the next thing you know, the whole body is covered in tattoos. That's an addiction. Put it to death. Are we saying that we can't get a tattoo because we're saved? Absolutely not. Okay, so absolutely not. We're not saying that. Getting that tattoo is definitely not saying that you're not saved because you got a tattoo. But some people put things ahead and they become addicted to certain things. And God is saying, that's a no-no. Put it away. And then we have uh, addicted to politics. We have people that worship politicians. They worship the whole thing. God is saying he wants us to <clears throat> view polit uh, politics the way he view politics. He wants us to vote the way he see fit for us to vote. Okay. But he does not want us to worship people, images, political parties. That's not of God. God said, put it to death. Quit putting people on the pedestal where they do not belong. <clears throat> For God is a jealous God, and he will have no other gods before him. 
You have uh, people that have built their whole ministry on politics. And it's not of God. God has not called us um, to politics. God has called us to set the captives free, to, to, win souls, to win souls for Christ. For people to be delivered, not destroyed, not to worship idols. Not to preach in the name of God against God because we're worshiping. We have based our whole ministry on politicians. The devil is a liar. Put the focus right back where it belongs on Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher of our faith. And so he just wanted me to highlight some of these different things of idolatry. And he wants us to put it to death, renounce it, repent, get back in line. Because God is a God of love and a God of mercy. But he will have no other gods before him. This is the word of the Lord, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I just break that spirit of idolatry right now. And Lord, we repent for anyone that we have idols, have idols in our heart, idols in our lives, putting our kids our, uh, before our spouses. We would just repent right now, Lord God, for putting politicians before Jesus. We repent right now for making everything about everybody else and not about you. And Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, that you are the lovers of our soul and the joy of our salvation. We break hell's assignment for our lives in any inner part in us, any places in those inner parts, because we know that you desire truth in our inward parts. Hallelujah. That is not of you and that we have taken on things that we shouldn't have taken on. Lord, we repent right now and we pray that all of the bondage and the yokes are destroyed because of the blood of Jesus Christ. There is no condemnation. But Lord, we give you the glory and the praise and we thank you so much for watching this channel. I thank you for subscribing and just to God be the glory. And until the next time, guys, I will see you in the next video. I love you much. Bye, loves.